Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good afternoon and welcome to the Wiseman Say Reaction podcast. It's Matthew Keelan here. I'm joined in the Hilton Hotel after the game with Michael Loft. Good afternoon. It is a good afternoon, isn't it, after that result? It's a lovely afternoon. Interestingly, something that's just flashed up on the television while we were starting to record this, that is Sunderland's 32nd point gained from a losing position since the start of the 2018-19 season, which is the most... I presume the most in the Football League. They were at the top of the, the, the mini table they showed on Sky Sports there. Is that a good thing or a bad thing, Michael? It would be a great thing if the majority of those points were accumulated through victories, but I suspect a fair portion of them have come in 1-1 draws. Yes. So it, it's not a great thing, but the deal, it's obviously an excellent thing because it would have been very easy for them to go under. And I think one thing we have said about this team is they're a fairly resilient bunch, and we certainly showed that today by turning the game around before half-time was um, particularly impressive, scoring two lovely goals as well. So I agree. I think, if nothing else, it, it shows that the team aren't willing to just give in, are they? The... the, the they, they, they do dig deep for all the faults and the, the issues they've had over the last year they do they do dig deep they don't give in and they keep going and, and they kept going today and for me just just to generally sort of ask your thoughts on the game I, I thought we were a long way better than Portsmouth yeah, I mean, I looked at the stats there and it actually is quite surprising that they had more shots on goal and had more possession because at the game it didn't feel like that and it shows you how possession stats can often be a little bit misleading because when I was at the game, I'm not saying we were in control and I guess that Portsmouth probably had more possession towards the end because they were knocking on the door trying to get the equaliser but I did feel that we were fairly comfortable for the majority of that game. I agree. Particularly with um, Ozturk, I thought he was very commanding at the back and I thought that Willis grew into the game more and more. He gave the ball away a couple of times early doors and I thought, hey, we go again yeah. but he scored the header to get us back into the game to his credit and I think after that he really kind of built on that and he gave a really assured performance and I think for once our centre-halves were probably a highlight in the game I yeah that for me as well I think they had a, they both had a shaky start um, a couple of moments Hosterk got the, was the wrong side of his man I think the goal settled everybody down I think Willis hasn't had the best start to, to his career he's been a little bit Indifferent in the start of the season, but I think there he is. It's Kenny. Sorry, Kenny. Kenny Sackett has just made an appearance on the television. We'll come on to that shortly. I mean, he's having an interview in a minute, but that'll be a waste of time. So yeah, well, he's a, again a waste of time. Um, so yes, Oster and Willis. I thought, yeah, as soon as Willis scored that goal, they were imperious. Imperious. 
imperious. No, I think they one thing for sure they have to be the starting partnership moving forward. They do. Um, I think the day it wasn't perhaps a sparkling performance at times, no. but after five minutes, I turned to my dad and I said, "We're up for this today." Um, even even though they did score that goal, I mean, having just watched their goal back actually at the time I was furious with our defence but I've looked at it back and to be honest it's just a series of fortunes like ricochets yeah, if one of them falls to one of our players feet it gets cleared it's, yeah it's, it, it, it's unlucky it comes from power winning the winning actually winning the tackle in the middle which then plays one of their players I don't know who it was plays him through and there's just as you say a series of unfortunate events lead to <laughs> lead, lead to them taking the lead but um, yeah, and there was definitely a sense of here we go again, but it was brilliant that we got the goal back so quickly because that meant that the crowd stayed with them and there wasn't yes. and there wasn't time for people to get on the backs yeah. and we built on that momentum so I think it was really important for everybody really that we got that um, goal back so quickly and as I say I think we built on it really well and the second goal it was absolutely excellent I mean obviously the original pass to McGeady didn't quite pay off but it shows you the improvement in his work rate but that's two goals he scored in the past week where he's had to read the ball and kind of like win it back before he scores it's not just being given to him on the plate obviously he didn't score today but then he got the ball and he looked up and he played an excellent ball to Maguire who had a tap him. It was a good run from Maguire as well. Yeah. You, you, when we, we just watched it back, and we he peeled off his man at the back post. <coughs> Obviously, had an open goal, but that'd be there to finish it. So, and then I think on another day we maybe could have added to it in the second half. I tell you, you talk about imperious performances earlier. Charlie White for yes. me, outstanding, absolutely outstanding. When was the last time he had a free kick? It must it must be about March. <laughs> I think you've been a little bit generous there. I think since before he signed for the club, I would suspect. Yeah. He just honestly. It's just such a thankless task because he's there to put himself about and be a physical presence. But as soon as he does that, he gets a free kick given against him. Yeah. But yet, like you've got like centre halves hanging off his neck. Yeah. That uh, was uh, great. There was a point in the second half where there was two of them on him, and he's he can't. It got to the point where he couldn't even put his arms in the air to appeal for a free <laughs> kick because he was being fouled that much, and he didn't get it. Didn't get it. There was also a moment in the second half where, staggeringly, I, I can't remember who, what player it was for them. Fouled, we were through, and he fouled Gooch, and he didn't boot him, and it was just incredible that he didn't boot him. It was a premeditated attack, not a foul. It, it, was, was, it, was, it, it was. It was from. It was from behind. He's completely took his legs out. But we've ended up with more yellow cards today than Portsmouth, and it's it's staggering, isn't it? It's. But no, uh, getting back to White, I think he was um, absolutely outstanding. I'd say arguably his best performance for the club. I thought he was great. It was. It was there was. He had a half a chance, didn't he, yeah. with that back header? just couldn't quite get on the end of it but. definitely not I mean obviously I think um, good old Virgil van Wyk might have actually inspired him if anyone seen his Instagram story last night Virgil van Wyk but no to be serious um, as I say he had a very thankless task he had a lot of um, yards to put in he was being fouled at, at all the time but he was holding the ball up and bringing people into play a lot of the time and that's definitely um, what he needs to utilise more going forward and I think now we are seeing him fully fit after having a good pre-season under his belt no, obviously I know he had that little bit of an injury but still I think it was more of a knock wasn't it rather yeah, than a long term thing so he's had the, like, a proper recovery opportunity and I think we're seeing the best out of Charlie White and hopefully he'll be a great access it's just a shame about Mark McNulty because I thought he was lively yeah, again today it was similar to um, not, not in terms of how good the players are by the way before everyone attacks me for this um, Jerome Sinclair against Charlton last season did exactly the same thing was really effect- influencing the game obviously he came on and got injured and Sinclair never got going again after that you hope that it doesn't have a, a similar effect on McNulty obviously he's very, for me he's a better player than Sinclair yeah. but 
With Mark McNulty, I think he was he was brutally honest in his first interview with the club. He said, look, I'm not going to play well every week. He said, but one yeah. thing you will see for me is work rate. But it's not just work rate in terms of just running around like a headless chicken. He's a nuisance. Yeah, I and, think he, and, and he's bitty and he makes things happen. And it's knowing when to use the work rate as well. Yeah. As I say, he's not just he's not just like Kevin Kyle, God bless him, where he just used like charge the goalkeeper from 40 yards all the time, like for no reason. I dare you to tell Kevin Kyle that. Yeah, I know well to be fair. <laughs> Last year in a talking with Kevin Kyle, it was quite um, an awkward story where I asked him a question about a player who he'd had a few run-ins with, and he couldn't remember the player who I was talking about, so I kind of panicked a bit. I was like, you know that big lad at the back who used to play for Haas, he made you shit himself, and he just deadpan stared back at me for about a couple of seconds before he remembered who it was, and we got on with the evening, but for a couple of seconds, I was, yeah. <laughs> Did you feel, I was going to say this big, but the listeners won't be able to see how big I'm gesturing, so I bet he felt two foot tall yeah a word for the goalkeeper it was excellent excellent it wasn't I mean he made a brilliant save from Ledbetter later on when he um, did the header yeah. in his own penalty yeah, that's a great save because he's not he's not expecting it yeah it was, was that when he came out and claimed the corner straight after yeah, yeah. He, he's not expecting to do that and Ledbetter straight away ran over to him gave him a high five saying like oh sorry mate but that I was didn't a, actually realise that was Ledbetter's header I thought it was a yeah he came yeah. off the head of Ledbetter like off the back of his head and as I say that's um, from a goalkeeper perspective that is a really hard save to execute because you're just not expecting the ball to come yeah, from yeah, that course. angle yeah. obviously coming off your own player but he was alert made a great save and he was flawless in commanding this area great. absolutely Excellent. flawless no. and I think even his distribution which is maybe if you're nitpicking a weakness of his I think his distribution was much improved today I thought, you, no, I thought, he, was, I thought he was excellent definitely I mean, at 9 out of 10 if you're doing ratings for the paper you know what I mean it's lovely lovely rating for him um, midfield fine led yep. power I thought um, obviously everyone knows we love Max but everyone <laughs> I mean if you don't you must have been living under a rock for the last year <laughs> No, but I thought um, he gave a lot more energy to the midfield. Very sure. And when I made the point um, after about five minutes into the game that we looked a lot more up for it and a lot more on it, that was a comment basically made by the way that Ledbetter and Powell were getting stuck in early doors. They might have given the ball away a few times, but equally we were winning it back in quite dangerous positions. And... I, I think sometimes giving the ball away might sound a bit stupid. Isn't necessarily a bad thing if you're trying to make things happen, exactly, if you're trying exactly. to move it quickly rather than just safe sideways passes to, you know for, for the sake of it really yeah and of course having Ledbetter in the midfield probably gave us the first goal we wouldn't have got that arguably without Ledbetter and his good distribution from corners well we, you were saying about a point Gareth made where he, Ledbetter basically puts the ball in the box in the dangerous areas and it's there if people want to attack it they attack it I hadn't before he came I think we hadn't scored from a corner since something like 1984 and I think him coming in it just putting corners into dangerous positions when you've got people like well that was brilliant header absolutely fantastic header get across his man and then to put it in the far corner as well excellent header and then there was a car I think we always look likely now I think we get a corner and it used to be well this is a bit of a waste of time isn't it but I think now you're almost <laughs> well this is we're, we're recording this in front of the television in the, in the bar and I've just seen was that and Mark Ma- and Matthew can't focus on anything because he's eight so he's just, I am eight yeah I'm just, just no well I've just was that John Mark listening it was that was the worst attempt at finishing I've ever seen yeah two million pounds worth lovely oh that was great Ozturk there but well we're commentating on something that no one can yeah. see 
Yeah, I mean, we either need to edit that bit out or push on to something else there. When we're talking about um, the defence in the midfield, would you say that um, Conor McLaughlin had his, a better game today? I would not say he was perfect, but he had a better game. I thought he had a better second half. I still think it's hard for him because he's playing on the wrong side. Yeah. Um, and I do feel for him because he hasn't once played in the right position. Yeah, that's it. is that four appearances for the club in three positions? Yes, he's played centre-half. Did he, uh, did he play right back on... He played right back against... Uh, right wing back against Ipswich, or Ipswich, did he? Yeah, so that, yeah, so he's played centre-half, right wing back, and now left back. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think he, it was his best game, definitely. I think it was a lot of... It was everybody's best game. I thought Gooch as well, again, to his credit, has started the season really well. He was poleaxed in the second half. Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes we do get a little bit um, like bogged down in kind of like plans and identities and cultures of football clubs. I think sometimes when you're in the position Sunderland's in, you've just got to take it a little bit like the one of the Rocky or Creed films where it's like one punch at a time one round at a time one fight at a time and I think that's being Sunderland so people who were suggesting that it wouldn't have been a bad thing to go out against Douglas and Stanley I think that's a, a ludicrous statement I, really, I agree I, because definitely. not only does it give you confidence win the game against Stanley also imagine if we'd lost then in 10 years time let's say we get back to the Premier League you can see the Sky Sports montage already and Sunderland reached a new law when they lost to Wellington Stanley no, in the League Cup first round it's true I and, mean I think I, I, I think if we if we lost that and then gone one 0 down today, yeah. imagine the atmosphere inside the ground. Exactly. That's not a, you know like not a dig or anything. It's just like naturally so, it would be. Oh so no! The point is, people can criticise Jack Ross because he's abandoned this system already. But at least he's shown that he's prepared to not just be stubborn and pig-headed about it and go back to a system that works. And we played a lot better on Tuesday night. Now, and I'm not saying we were perfect today, but it was much improved against one of the better sides in the league who will fancy themselves near the top of the league. And we've come with the win, and that now gives us the confidence. And you wouldn't, and it, you wouldn't be ridiculous to suggest we'll get six points off Rochdale Wimbledon in the next two games. I mean, you'd like to think so. Uh, uh, exactly. So then, this time next week, we could be talking about like you. you the stuff we were talking about the Oxford games go look silly yes of course no, you, you no, know no. what I mean that's yeah, what, yeah. at the end of the day that's what we all want you know what I mean when we criticise a club we're not doing it out of a place of being negative or spite I, I, it's, no it's true but I think as well we, we take when, when we're reacting and when we're giving comment we're taking games in isolation aren't we yeah. we're taking part, and it's difficult sometimes to then if you when, when we come out of the Oxford game and we've seen that performance to then yeah. it's difficult to focus on the long term things because you've just yeah. seen a bad performance yeah. but then you go today and you think well it wasn't perfect, but it's such an important win today. I don't think yeah. we can kind of stress that enough how I, I think this is the real lift-off to the season that yeah, we needed. Definitely. It felt like a big win. I mean, at, at full-time, seeing Len Belice and Max Power and Luke O'Neill coming over, like fist pumping in front of a rocker end, and yeah. it, it just felt a bit symbolic that this is like kind of the start of a turnaround, and let's hope that it proves it. I mean, I'm not I'm trying to be fickle here saying that all our problems are being solved because we've won a game. No. But as I say, it's just so important sometimes. Like I say, if you just take it one game at a time, great, we've got three points to move on the next one, try and get three points again. And it's good that we've got a quick turnaround as well. We're playing Rochdale Tuesday night. Definitely. And we need to go to Rochdale in a similar vein and hopefully we can put in a similar performance. And I think while we're on kind of being a bit more positive about things, I'm actually going to praise a substitution made by Jack Ross towards the end that a few people scratched their heads up when he took Maguire off and brought Hume on. And the Hume. Yeah. I think that's for, uh, that substitution rather actually made perfect sense for the 
tactical perspective because Maguire not only was he on a yellow card but he doesn't give you that natural defensive cover that Hume does Hume did really well so having Hume playing as a left midfielder what that does that naturally screens your left back in Conor McLaughlin who's playing out of position yeah. and it means that he'll naturally be able because he has a more defensive mentality he's able then to slot in and mop up like he did late on when he got him behind slightly but Hume put in a slide tackle and won the ball excellent tackle and he got he got a score again so I think actually it was a perfect environment for Hume just to say look just go on screen McLaughlin get us over the line do your job and get on with it and I think he did that so credit to Jack Ross there because as I say people have been critical of his tactics and his um, substitutions so far but I think that's one substitution which might look a bit daft in isolation but I think he got that bang on no I agree uh, I agree again Mickey uh, I think it was a sensible move and I think yeah I think people were looking around going Hume after that after the first couple of games is that bringing him on to one up but no uh, he, he put in a fantastic title and he, he did well he's unlucky going forward a couple of times not to get a little bit I think that's the thing with Hume. Occasionally, I feel that he's got a little bit of um, like Lyndon Gooch of last season syndrome. A little bit naive. Yeah, he just gets he just gets a little bit excited when he gets over the halfway line. He sees like a big open space, and sometimes he's got to realise there's better options available. But as I say, you nitpicking there. As I say, it was a decent performance, excellent result. It gives us something to build on. Man of the match. Man of the. What I mean, man of the match. Ozturk for me. It's not a ridiculous shout. No, I, I thought um, it was great. Bar the first. 15, 20 minutes. He was fantastic, but it's a tough one. I mean, it's good when you struggle to pick a man of a match because it means there's not just been one player who's stood out for you and the rest being poor and someone's carried the side. I think there's a few candidates. I think um, Mike's in the running, definitely, for the way yeah, he performed the second half. I think um, certainly uh, you can argue McGeady didn't do a lot, but he puts the ball on the plate for the winner. Um, Willis had a fantastic game, and Power had a fantastic game. So, as I say, there's a few candidates. Um, who would you pick if you had to? Ozturk. Ozturk. Uh, or the goalkeeper. I thought the goalkeeper was excellent. Yeah. But then again, it, it seems a little bit um, daft because we've just praised the performance there and said we kind of controlled the game to a large extent, and then we're saying our goalkeeper is one of our best players uh, again. I, I would give it to Ozturk. I, I would say. Yeah. Not that it matters, not that anyone cares who I think is better oh, than no, it, It's a fair shout though because that solidity really gives you can't be underestimated yeah, it, it can't be and I think we've um, and I argued last season actually that he's been harshly treated Ozturk since Definitely. he came to the club he had two poor games when he first came then he seemed to be bombed out indefinitely well, totally. but to be fair to him he's been an excellent pro when he played in the Czech trade games last season he performed the best of his ability did really well and then when he's been given his chance in the first team he's not put a foot wrong he's kept himself ready should he have been needed and he was needed and he was unfortunate I was saying in the, in the fan zone before the game he was very unfortunate to be out of the team at the start of the season for me without a doubt um, but he's yeah. just got all the attributes you need for a league one centre half doesn't he yeah, he's big wins headers yep. and gets rid of it I Definitely. can't wait till he gets his first goal though oh he was close against Stanley wasn't he yeah he was yeah so yeah I think that's the Portsmouth reaction yeah are you going on Tuesday I'm not making that like I'm work not. work and that it's nah, rubbish isn't it rubbish being an adult isn't it it's terrible yeah Peter be next for me away game is the next one for me but if you are going down to Rochdale obviously safe journey and hopefully you'll have more goals to shout about and we'll be back up near the top of the league where we belong after the game where we belong um, Gareth and Stephen may be back on Monday whenever they are there will be people talking about the soccer's on Monday technical problems with standing oh yeah well um, yeah thanks for listening to us yeah Soft. 
softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.